Hello everyone, welcome back to The Way Podcast where we talk about Yahweh and how to live life His way. So today we are going to be diving headfirst into the topic of salvation. Now side note, I have a little cold so my voice is just a little bit hoarse but let's just try to ignore it. But let's get right into today's episode. So one thing that has a lot of confusion surrounding it in the Christian world is salvation especially for newer Christians, because a lot think that you just say a prayer and you're all good. Many people use it as a hell insurance for their eternity. Many believe that they are not truly saved and they say the salvation prayer literally every time there is an invitation, which to be honest, I still do that, but not because I don't think I'm saved just for the sole purpose of making sure I'm saved. Moving on. A lot of people believe that God will not forgive them of their sins and that they can't be saved because of their sins, which is prideful and we'll unpack that later in the episode. But whatever the case may be, I'm here to clear up some confusion about salvation. So let's get into it. So what is salvation? Let's start out by dissecting the word and just really putting a definition on what it is. So the dictionary definition of salvation is preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. I don't know about y'all, but one thing that really helps me just really learn words and what they mean is looking up synonyms. So I looked up the synonyms to the word salvation and two words that I took note of are deliverance and redemption. So deliverance and redemption are two synonyms for salvation. The biblical definition of salvation is the saving of human beings from sin and its consequences. The consequences of sins are death and eternal separation from God. Now, it is important to note that salvation is a free gift. That is probably the most important aspect of salvation. Now, taking it back a little bit to the dictionary definition Perservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. The harm, ruin, or loss that this definition is referring to is literally yourself. Salvation is Jesus literally saving you from yourself. So after hearing that definition, you probably think, okay, I'm good. Like, I don't need Jesus to save me from myself. I like my life. Everything's great. I do want to tell you that that literally cannot be further from the truth. Without being saved, without Jesus in your heart, without the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you are constantly going to be trying to fill a hole in your heart that can literally only be filled by Jesus. You're going to be chasing worldly pleasures and desires your entire life until you give your life to the Lord and let him lead you to your actual earthly purpose. When you are living for yourself, there is no purpose for you. You can make up your own purpose, but we are here on behalf of the Lord. This earth is our temporary home. And while we are here, the Lord provides us with a purpose and a plan for our lives to fulfill what he has planned and wants us to do with our lives while we are here. Apart from God, we are literally nothing. We're we're nothing. We're dirt. So that is why you need saving from yourself because There is no point in you being here if you're just living for yourself. All of your purpose is in the name of Jesus. 
speaking from experience, y'all, I know how it feels to be chasing that empty world and to need that, that, that hole in your heart filled, but you won't know the true feeling of fulfillment until you know the Lord and have given your life to him and received salvation. I would also like to point out that living for yourself is the definition of Satanism. Satanism, which is, you know, the religion of Satan, the opposite of Christianity, it promotes chasing after your flesh, chasing after your pleasures, your desires, just chasing temporary fulfillment. That is what living for yourself does. That's why it's so important for us to know the Lord because it's the complete opposite. It is chasing purpose. It is chasing the Lord. Not to mention, this is literally saving your eternity. You don't want to spend eternity in hell with burning demons, gnashing of teeth, all of that stuff. You don't want to be there. Not to scare you, but I mean, it's just the truth. So all of that to say is, yes, you need salvation and the Lord wants to give it to you. That's the craziest part. He wants to give you this free gift. It literally cost us nothing, but it cost him everything. And y'all, do you realize when you step into salvation, you are stepping into a relationship with the father. You are stepping into relationship with God, the creator of the universe our provider, our savior, our friend, you are stepping into relationship with him. And I don't think we realize how powerful that is half of the time. So how do we receive salvation and how do we accept this free gift? So we receive salvation in Christ through repentance and faith. Now, repentance is turning away from our sin and faith is putting our eyes on the Lord and surrendering our lives to him. Jesus, Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal salvation. Jesus is the only way to the father. There is no other way to the father. There is no other religion. There is no other made up God that will get you to the father. Acts 4.12 says, nor is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. This is why it is so important for me to use the name of Jesus because y'all there are so, so many made up religions and made up gods nowadays that when people say God, you don't even know who they're talking about. They could literally be talking about anything. That's why it is so important to use Jesus in your prayers. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. In every way you can, when talking about God, try to use Jesus. And they're all interchangeable. Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit. And they're all interchangeable because of the Holy Trinity. So just please, when it comes to being saved and your eternity and your purpose in life, when you're talking to others about this and they're talking to you about their faith and you notice that they only say, God, 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 ask them straight up. What God are you talking about? Are you talking about Jesus? If so, we're on the same page. If not, you know, I don't know where to go from there, but just make sure that they're talking about Jesus and not a little G God, big G God, AKA Jesus. There's one more lie that the Holy Spirit just laid on my heart just to attack head on. A lot of people are saying that 
all of our religions are leading to the same God. That cannot be further from the truth. No other religion has the God of Jesus. Every other religion has a different God. It is not the same God. So if anybody ever, ever tells you that, please, please be aware that they are leading you astray because that is not true. No other religion and no other God is leading you to God, to the actual real God leading you to Jesus. Now, if you have any like questions about the Holy Trinity, how is God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, how are they interchangeable? Please let me know. I can make a whole podcast episode about the Holy Trinity and really digging into that and explaining it. But let's move on to our next point. Now, I want to point out when I told y'all, how do you receive salvation? I never once said earn because earn is nowhere in that description because we cannot earn anything. We cannot strive for anything. Jesus graciously, so graciously gave us this gift for our own good. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Now, I don't know who's listening to this, where you're from, but I'm from the South and I'm talking the deep South. So down here, um, we are drowning, drowning in the spirit of religion. And what the spirit of religion teaches you is that you have to strive for God's acceptance. You have to strive for his salvation. You have to strive and live this perfect life or the Lord will not love you. He will not save you. He will not forgive you. And I want you to know that is not true. That is not the heart of God. The spirit of religion teaches you to strive, whereas the spirit of God teaches you to rest, rest in him. Let him carry your burdens because We are all carrying loads that we were not meant to carry. If you find yourself striving and you're just tired, I do want you to know that you are struggling with the spirit of religion, but do not be concerned. Do not be alarmed. All you have to do is just get on your knees and pray and ask the Lord, take this from me. Lord, transform my heart to your heart. Jesus, I do not want this spirit of religion. Help me. Just ask him for help and he will deliver you from the spirit of religion. Honestly, sometimes the best prayers are, Lord, help me. He knows what you're talking about. Just ask him for help. Okay, so you have received salvation now. You've confessed Jesus over your life as your Lord and Savior. Now what? Now the word says that the gift of salvation makes us righteous. Once you become saved and born again by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we are now made perfectly righteous before the eyes of God. The righteousness of Jesus has now been imputed to us. And this means that we are now free to approach the throne of God for intimate prayer and communication. And when we die, we will all go straight to heaven. Even though we will continue to commit sin from time to time, God will always forgive us as long as we properly confess and try to repent from each sin when it does happen. This is not, hear my words, this is not a sin freely card. We should not abuse the grace of God. At the beginning of this episode, when I was just kind of throwing out some concepts that people think salvation is, 
one of the things I said was people think it is a hell insurance card, which means get out of hell free card. Salvation, when you're saved, yes, you do not go to hell. Praise Jesus. But that is not all salvation is. And when you are living your life with that mindset, hey, I'm saved. I'm out of hell. We're good now. You tend to be the one to also fall into that pattern of abusing God's grace. When you look at salvation as the only thing it is and the only thing that it does for you is get you out of hell, you will continue to sin and sin and sin and live a life of sin and not repent and not confess because you don't care about that aspect of salvation. You only care that you're not going to hell, which is a problem. Romans chapter six, verses one and two, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? We have to know that when we receive salvation and we're saved, that God broke us out of prison. We cannot stay in our prisoner mindsets. God has called us to higher. He's called us to more. Now, I do want to clarify that if you are struggling with the sin cycle, that is a difference that is completely different than you just pursuing this sin and living in sin. If you are struggling with the sin cycle and you are aware of it and you are taking it to the feet of Jesus, you keep doing that because Jesus will deliver you. He will. But if you are living in sin and pursuing this sin, not taking it to the feet of Jesus, then that's where the abuse comes in. Whatever the case may be, y'all, we need to run away from abusing God's grace as far as we can because that is nothing but the enemy trying to deceive us and trying to lead us to live our lives in a way that the Lord has not called us to live. Now, I hope that this cleared up a lot for you when it comes to the topic and what is salvation. If you learned something or the Holy Spirit struck something in your spirit, please go tell a friend, go tell somebody who does not know the Lord, because ultimately, y'all, we are called to make disciples. And in order to make disciples, that means we got to bring people to Christ. So if you know someone who does not know the Lord, send them this podcast, explain to them what it is that they are doing and what they are receiving. I actually just uploaded a Bible study on my YouTube channel and it was on Matthew chapter 13 and it's Jesus teaching in parables and he is explaining to his disciples why he teaches in parables. And at the end of the chapter, he asks his disciples, do you understand everything I just taught? And his disciples respond and they say, yes, Lord, we understand. And then Jesus goes from referring to them as his disciples and referring to them as scribes and what a scribe is it translates to a teacher which means what they just learned Jesus is telling them you go and you teach you spread this knowledge that I just embedded in you and that's what I'm telling you to do today if you did not know what salvation is or was then and you learned something you go tell people don't just sit on this knowledge because that's not what we're supposed to do with what the Holy Spirit teaches us. So go and spread this. Go and tell someone about salvation. Go and tell someone about the gospel. Specifically, if you know someone that wants to give their life to the Lord, but they're just not sure they're on age, send them this episode. I want to end this episode with saying a little prayer 
And if you don't know the Lord and you want to know him and you want to invite him into your heart, please, please, please repeat this prayer after me out loud. If you know the Lord, you can still repeat this prayer after me, but just repeat after me. Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just said that prayer for the first time, please shoot me a DM on my Instagram page or this podcast Instagram page, whichever one is perfectly fine, but... I just pray that someone came across this podcast that struggled with salvation and just understanding it. And I pray that this breathe a fresh new perspective on you. And I hope you do know how blessed we are to serve a savior that literally died for you. He died for you and he died on the cross for you. He suffered for you. And I just pray that that resonates with you this episode. So if you made it to the end, thank you so, so much for listening. And I will see you in two weeks with another episode.